Welcome to the Weekly Dish. I'm hey. Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and we are here live at Arks Value Village. Woohoo! Come on, down. Penn. Yeah, we are down at we're Richfield Edina. I like to. I know it's Richfield address, but I still feel like this is where Edina and Richfield kind of blend up. We're close. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, right as you get off of Highway 62, we are right there, just down from Lunds. Do you know there used to be a bowling alley? Yeah. And maybe there still is Larry a bowling at alley. Lanes. Okay. Larry so, at Lanes. a funny story. Don't even know why I'm going to start out the show with this, but it, it is funny. Have... Okay, go ahead. Okay, this was, I was in like fourth or fifth grade, and I was at the Lanes, yeah. and I was waiting for my mom to pick me up mm-hmm. right over here. And I was sitting um, in the like vestibule of the door, waiting for my mom to pick me up. And I told some girl that she was a fat pig, <gasps> some girl that I did not like. And she punched me in the face. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to tell my mom. And she was like, good. You tell your mom that you're mean. Wow. And it was just like the very first, you know how you get checked as a kid and that's how you learn like, wow, that's not very nice. And just because I didn't like her, she was mean. Oh. So yeah, there we go. That's how we start off the show. Little mean girl. Little mean girl. At the Lariat Lanes. But you've made amends. Yes. And I'm horrified. And I'm glad that the girl punched me in the face. She taught me a lesson. Okay, good. Lesson learned. That's how you learned lessons in the day. That's back in the day when (laughs) there wasn't information all over to learn. You had to learn it through being punched in the face. Yeah, the real the real way. Right. So how are you? Oh, good, good. So we hung out last night at uh, the Synergy Series at Spoon and Sable. That we was did. kind of a lovely moment, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, thank you for inviting me. By Your, the way, Jeremy Fox was the chef, and he's a Napa, you know, area chef who's in town. He was here yesterday, and t- or you know, the last two days, cooking with Gavin at at Spoon and Sable and their whole crew. And apparently, it sounds like Rob Jones was telling us that he had come in. Uh, Chef Fox had come in with his crew a couple days earlier and they had just been really working through the dishes with the team. And I think that's the whole point of this is the Synergy Series for obviously for letting, you know, people like, you know, so we can't travel to Napa. So we right to go to Jeremy's, you know, restaurant. So we get a chance to have him come here and cook for us. And so that was awesome. But it's also to get the Spoon and Stable team to kind of see other styles and and to see other techniques and stuff. I thought that was I was wondering, too, and you probably know the answer to this that we didn't ask Gavin did does he go to their restaurants then and do they do like a reciprocal thing I mean I don't think that that's a I don't think it's a program yeah I think because okay. and remember this is all for charity and so we were supporting yep. the children's theater fund last night so this is all put on you know as sort of an effort to sort of bring people into Minneapolis and introduce them to the Minneapolis scene but also to introduce people to who can't necessarily who don't have enough money maybe to travel all over, but you can afford a couple yeah. hundred bucks for a ticket. It was real nice. Um, just always reminded when I go to Spoon and Stable, a how lovely that place is. Mm-hmm. Just the feeling of it from being in the bar to them greeting you at the host stand. Like they really do service very well. Mm-hmm. Um, the dinner was, was lovely. What was your favorite dish? Do you think? So more reflection. I was thinking that last night there was a polenta, and we had on top of it. It was, um, and now of course this morning I'm thinking they were like braised strawberries, or they were. Some... It was polenta with strawberry sofrito, sofrito, fresh ricotta, fennel, and pine nut. Yeah. So what they did with the strawberries made them taste somehow like bolognese, <laughs> and it was they were kind of meaty. Yeah, it was really interesting. I just thought that was such a. 
it was such a very cool, almost whiny flavor to it. And that's what I loved that sort of taking that sweet kind of brightness and really mellowing it and giving it a richness. I thought that was awesome. And then it was the uni toast. It was the uni butter toast, which I thought was like foie gras in the end. It just sort of gave that sort of lusciousness to it. I really I liked, um, they had this potato dish yeah, you that were- was like four half potatoes in, uh, they say ramps, avocado, duck yolk. It was like in this little sauce. And then they had these little tiny crispy fiddlehead ferns yeah. like on the top. Pickled, right. Yeah. And they just were, it was like bright and delicious in your mouth. It was a very good. And then the dessert, do you remember the dessert? Yes. Because we were very full by the end, but <laughs> it was really cute and a funny play. It was like almost like a French toast. It was a slice of brioche that was grilled. Yeah. And then it had this like chocolate, almost like um, Nutella spread on the whole top of the toast with chocolate salt. Yeah. And then a little bit of... Um, uh, um, it had a, a cream. Yeah, it had like a whipped cream. Like a quenelle of whipped cream. Yeah. yeah, it was super cute. It was lovely. It was really, I love that idea too of like, it was chocolate toast. Like, yeah, was that's why it was kind dessert. of funny at the end. For all of the, if you know, for all of the refined desserts that we've been seeing lately with like, you know, pew and these little shards and yep. and all this stuff, it's nice to get a big hunk of chocolate toast. And it kind of end. presented like yeah. that too. It was rustic, but tasty. And his, you know, his restaurant, his other restaurant, it, I mean, is Rustic Canyon. And that's, you know, very, he's very vegetable focused, but we had duck last night. We had... Um, scallop scallop and so there was but it was really kind of a very fresh celebratory menu i thought it was one of the sometimes we go to those dinners and thomas bamer i love you but there will like be six courses of pork and you know you wake up the next day and you're just like ah oh, yeah you're so heavy i felt lighter today and i did thought you? it was because most of the courses were very vegetable forward yeah i did i did um, too so yeah that was really fun and just fun. They had one thing that we noticed that was different is we were with our friend Bill Bradley Trainer, yep. and he wanted. Uh, he asked if they had mocktails, and the server looked at. She said, "Yes, we have mocktails. We have a mocktail flight." Yes, I thought that was really really cool. And I've never heard of anybody having a mocktail flight before. Had you? No, I haven't. And in fact, he relayed a story of <laughs> another restaurant <laughs> that when he had said, "Oh, do you have any mocktails?" and their server looked at him and was like. We don't have time for that. And, and walked away. And walked away. And Bradley was like, huh. I, guess I can't think that, that Yeah, I can't <laughs> think that it makes actually more effort to make a mocktail. You just don't add the liquor. Stuff. Yeah. And so this was at another restaurant. But so last night they had a really interesting. So every other course had a had a mocktail pairing. They had a, um, a margarita like mocktail. Yeah, that was really good. It was really good. I and it had. Was, yeah. Wondering like, let's just have that. Yes. Let's just have a picture of that. And it had the same like um, smokiness kind of of tequila almost. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they did to it, but. I think they smoked the jalapenos. Okay. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were like, because it was a little spicy in there. Yeah. Like they had a little spice to it. And then, and I don't know what that was, but that was good. And you would not have known that there was no liquor in that drink. I, I mean, I think you. I. I mean, I think you would have, but I don't think you miss it. Like, no, I think you. Maybe that's the yeah. One I was gonna for. say because I it definitely wasn't like sharp or hot or like no. boozy, but it was definitely like you didn't. It was so complete and balanced that you didn't miss the booze. They had another uh, mocktail that was in like a tall Collins glass, that was kind of like a little sweeter, and it had a a garnish of thyme, which we've seen in drinks before, but also a big stock of verbena which was very pretty. Um, 
in the drink. I thought that was kind of fun too. Yeah, yeah, that's one of their spring drinks that they're that they just made with uh, without uh, booze. They have oh. they have that drink normally on the menu too. I did not know yeah, that. So it's very beautiful. There's been a bunch of people taking pictures of those. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I must not be spending too much, too much time, time on, on the Instagram. I tell you what. Um, we have a great show for you today, though. We're going to talk about Twins Ballpark food. You got mm-hmm. a chance to preview. Yeah. What was out? Because there's a game today. There's a Twins game today. Oh. Even though it's only happy season opener. I'm saying it might be a little chilly outside, but still. Are you okay? So I was reading today, like the ice is going to go off the lakes later. And are you just done? Well, everyone's done. I mean, come on. I mean, really? And I love winter. Listen, we love the seasons. Our friend Jen and I were running back to my car last night afterwards. I was like, it's April and I cannot feel my fingers. Like, I think I have frostbite in April. And never mind the Prince song. Sometimes it snows in April. There should never be frostbite in April. No, a little snow and it melts quickly, but but we still have tons of snow. Seven degrees last night i was like what i know and all the food like i'm i'm done braising yeah. i'm done eating like my pork shoulder and my sauerkraut yeah i'm done making stews yeah. i am ready for fiddlehead ferns and ramps yeah and asparagus i know and all of the freshness of the greens i think it's funny when everybody who's been taking their spring breaks you know and they're like they're set and ready for it and then they come back to this and you're just like Dang it. Yeah. But I don't know what's funny. Are those of us that didn't go on spring break and had to deal with it or the people coming back? Yeah. I felt like I was the only one not in Florida this week. Yeah. But you're going somewhere next I am. I'm going to, this will be Instagram worthy and fun. I'm going for the first time on a road trip to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And Utah and driving around. We're literally, we rented a van that has a queen size bed in the back and a little like. (laughs) It's more than a van. It's like a, it's like an RV, isn't it? No. Oh. It's a like passenger van that has been retrofitted. It's called the Maverick. Oh my it God. It has like a giant. Can there be like horses painted on the side? It's like got four color decals on the outside. <laughs> I'm not kidding. How, where did you rent this from? Um, we rented it out of a place in Las Vegas. We're flying into oh, Vegas, okay. picking up the van I mean, and then God. starting the drive. We're staying in places like Pahrump, which is, I think, where the bunny ranch is, if oh. I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? Yes. Laughlin. We're going to Scottsdale for like a day and a half. Yeah. You're going to go get your chakras set to the right Something. spiritual places. Uh, my husband has been buying like walking poles, uh, binoculars. Oh. I'm like, we're going to need binoculars. <laughs> I, have, I haven't even Everybody packed. Everybody needs binoculars. He's got two giant bags full of stuff. I'm when like, do you leave? Tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I haven't packed one thing. I, I'm assuming I'll bring some stretchy pants and a squinchy no. squinchy for my hair. Yeah. No, that's it. Yep. Oh I, my God. Yeah. It should be a good time though. All right. We're cooking in the camp. I've never camped. I've never cooked out of the back of a van. Really? No. Oh, my God. This is why we're doing it, because I've never been camping. So okay. we wanted to do a camping trip. Now, I don't know if the van officially counts as camping. I know. I'm, that's what I'm trying to decide. Because is you're it not car sleeping camping? on the ground. Nope. You're kind of not camping. We're in but a van. you're car camping. <laughs> Down you're by car- the river. You're caravanning is what you're doing. <laughs> that's what you're doing, caravanning. That's right. So that's what's happening. Okay. Uh, we are going to go ahead and take a break. We are at Arksville Village. They are open. They opened a little bit early. So thanks to the staff for coming out. We're going to talk with Molly King, who is going to tell us all of the cool things happening with thriftables when we come back. Wow. Here we are. We are out at Arksville Village. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Stephanie March. And we are here with Molly King. And Molly King, you are the official uh, Arksville Village social media maven. That's right. And... <laughs> 
you, uh, you invited us out here today to join you. So thank you and your staff for opening early because normally you open at nine. Is it nine we or open 10? At 10? Yeah. Okay. So you to... opened a little early. That's great. Happy um, to host. What, tell us about, you started a hashtag, I think, did you start it last year? Mm-hmm. Um, called Thriftable or Thrift Table. Mm-hmm. It depends on how you look at it, where you really got going on this idea that for entertaining, people could come to Arks Valley Village and freshen up their table. Exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to appeal to people who wouldn't necessarily thrift for used clothing, mm-hmm. but people who are into home entertaining buy a lot of things and there's a lot of things that you want for if you're having a themed event or if you're having extra people who you hadn't anticipated coming or you know a big easter meal you're going to need extra stuff or you're going to need stuff that's on a theme so i wanted to appeal to people who are in that sort of mind frame yeah to come in here and get all of these things like we've got amazing vintage coupe glasses and barware and all these serving pieces and just all that stuff you need for home entertaining well and stuff that you are kind of looking for to make something a little bit different from what maybe other people people have done or you know i think like uh, the standout is to find this one thing Mm -hmm. that is just like a treasure and like a centerpiece like a gorgeous candle that a holder that you have or a cake that you can't find you know necessarily at like target or at you know you can't go find it you you have to kind of treasure seek a little bit yeah and that's what's great about our store is that these items literally come from around the globe through all time and space you know they're not just from the local um store big retailer store right now these some of these are really old yeah um vintage antique pieces and they're all really unique and they all have a fun story and they look great on your little party situation there is i i walked in i walked over to the houseware section and there was a copper bowl like maybe like a paella pan or something. It's beautiful. I we in Facebook Live did. It's just gorgeous, and it's seven dollars. Like you could right. center an entire meal around that piece mm-hmm. to do like if you were going to do paella or something like that. Also, just colored glassware is mm-hmm. kind of fun when you're entertaining, um, and you have a lot of that here, or even a different type of just a salad plate. Yeah, exactly. Um, and with all the events going on, I think of like Kentucky Derby's coming up. So this is a great place to come and get some Derby cups. Yep. Um, yeah, you have some The Masters cups. are today, and I'm sure that someone is having a Masters party, and you're right. going to need some special things for that. So You know, we were talking to, say your idea that we were talking well, about earlier. Well, I was just saying that, so and I walked over, so Molly's got this great table set up in the front with a ton of great, you know, barware and cool things. We're going to talk about bar carts in a minute, but I gravitated to this bowl <laughs> right away because it looks like a bowl that I brought to a person's house at a, an event filled with food and I thought oh I'll get that bowl back and I just left it there and I never got the bowl back this and is I, was, bowl. I was a little sad <laughs> and I was like oh so I got, this is a totally great replacement bowl for four dollars but what I love also is Molly made the idea like if you're going to go to a party mm-hmm. why don't you come and get a bunch of different you know platters that you can leave with people yeah. and not have to care mm-hmm. whether you get it back or not so if yeah. you're bringing the guac and chips yes. come and get a party platter and then leave it there like yeah the last thing i want to do at the end of a party is clear out whatever i had like wash it i always feel so awkward about that too and bugging the hostess yeah like they're trying to clean up excuse me while i get in here and wash my dish i know and then like can you have is there somewhere i can put the rest of this food if no one ate your thing you know that's always Mm -hmm. awkward too so yeah get in the car and go home no i love (laughs) 
Well, that's I'm that's my favorite exit anyway. So well, and Molly, you've been you've come to my house for like a dinner. I had a dinner party and you came and you brought a hostess gift that I'm fairly certain you had assembled here. So you mm-hmm. had a basket. You put four different margarita glasses. You had um, coasters, mm-hmm. and then you put a little bit of a twisted shrub that obviously you didn't get at Arcs. But <laughs> so kind of thinking of like a housewarming or a entertaining gift. Yeah, as well. Great for hostess gifts. I mean, you can walk down these aisles. You're going to find something that will jump out as something that is appropriate for the host, and it's kind of fun. And you just spend a couple bucks and. You don't really care if they don't love yeah. it and keep it. They can donate it's it low back. Pressure. You're right. That's and also as far as like doing crafts and stuff with your kids, I always think like we used to grab frames from, mm-hmm. um, you know, like picture frames from here, and it was you know they're like like one or two dollars, and then you paint them, and then the kids can muck them up, and you don't you're not wasting a ton of money. Yeah, as but a, those are great gifts to give, like you yeah. know, away too. It's all risk free. I know. <laughs> to get just to the, I I want to. My daughter is twenty, and her and her friend Kate are big thrifters. They don't go like to the mall. They, her and her friends, they, when they need like clothes or they need new pants, they go to thrift stores. Well, yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's very, um, kind of the younger generation, the millennials Mm -hmm. are very interested in the hunt Mm -hmm. and kind of finding cool stuff. Like, um, my, uh, she came home with this jean jacket that had like the Jordache horse on the back, which just, she looked great in it. It was super fun. I was like, wow, that is so 1982. My eyes just lit up. Yeah. Yeah, Where can I find that? (laughs) I know. But one thing, let's talk about bar carts because I do think this is something that is very cool. And a lot of people are thinking that they have to, they can't afford to set up like a home bar because it's going to be too expensive. My home bar, even though it's not a cart is a repurposed, um, dresser from my Mm -hmm. kids from when Jake was like a changing table. And then I took all that stuff off. I ripped out the drawers. I repainted it. I've painted it twice now. And now, and I set it up with every season. So like your bar cart, it doesn't have to be a cart, but you've got a cart here, Mm -hmm. but you can find these things. And then every season, because you can do glassware here, you can Mm -hmm. do a different theme. And this is where I've switched over from mostly whiskey and winter (laughs) stuff. Now I've switched it out with a little bit more gins and some. I love that idea. And so, and I like, I'm thinking what kind of glassware should I get? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So yours is like literally top shelf, top drawer. You yeah. got going there. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you have 200 bottles, so I, you have to like rotate them all. You have Let's to, otherwise you get, it just, yeah, it becomes just a glut. So you got to do that for sure. Yeah. That's my one bar, the other bar. <laughs> just well, that's fun. Yeah. And you can change out, you know, thematic glasses to go along with your summer whiskey. Yes. Definitely summer whiskey. Yeah, There's sure. cute um, shakers too. And I mm-hmm. noticed at Spoon and Stable last night, I don't know, Stephanie, you might know what this is called when they mix a drink in like it looks like a vase almost but there's the long mm. stir spoon oh it's just stirred i mean like it's just yeah it's just a shake it's a shaker but it's you know you stir yeah, it. but you don't shake it yeah, yeah you stir and it's kind of from the james bond i remember seeing it in a movie and they sell them at certix too that are new but they have a lot of cool vintage ones here mm-hmm. yeah um that just is going to make a nice, and you have like a pineapple. There's a weird little penguin opener. They're cute. <laughs> oh, all these random treasures that just are, they're all right here all the time. You never know what you'll find. So you can't necessarily know what you'll find, but are you'll always Are there bar cart find. rules? There are no rules. There That's are the no beauty. rules, but there are tips. I think with a good bar cart, I think, I think what you do is, what I like to do is to, would be to come here and get inspired by what I see. Mm-hmm. There's those fleur-de-lis glasses. You have these beautiful Collins-type glasses that have gold 
uh, fleur-de-lis on them. And I was thinking that, so if I saw those and there's six of those or eight of those, I would purchase those. And then I'd be like, okay, so now I want to know that I have a gold accent. So then I might go get a frame over here with like a little bit of a gold accent. And then I would print out a little quote and put that on my bar. Oh, you're good. And then I would look or for a, a recipe. You are good. Well, I mean, those quotes kind of there's on the bar carts, there's a lot of little fun, like you can mm-hmm. tr- switch out you know, sort of an attitude and a theme with it. And then I would look for a lamp because a lot of, there's a good bit of lighting on your bar cart that helps. Mm -hmm. And then a tray. So if those are your elements, you can find all of those here Mm -hmm. in various ways. Yeah, start with what you might have at home. Um, Sometimes you'll have an old piece that maybe your grandma gave you. We don't know how to use it. You can start with that. Like maybe it's an antique silver platter. And then you come here and you get the cool coops to go with it. And you Mm -hmm. get the neat um, coffee table books. Yeah, um, we'd be remiss too if we didn't mention the books because mm-hmm. you have like a lot of cocktail mm-hmm. books and cookbooks, very large selection, and a lot of them are vintage. They're getting everything put away here this morning before um, the busy Saturday shopping day. Right. Too true. Too true. It's yeah. exciting. And f- is there hashtags that you want people to follow where they can see some of the tablescapes that you've put together? Yeah. Hashtag Arcs Valley Village. Um, hashtag Thriftable. Uh, this one we're hashtagging Bar Cart, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And there's you had a um, there was one that was posted a couple weeks ago that was chrome and really nice. So Thank fun. You. Thanks for having us out today. Thank you for being here. Happy yes. to have you. We're Happy gonna, thrifting. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Weekly Dish. We are live at Arks Value Village down in Richfield on 66th and Penn. And uh, you guys should come out and see us. There's so much good shopping to be done here today. Um, if you are at all into th- finding treasures, this is the best way to spend a super chilly April afternoon. Yes. <laughs> or morning. Fun stuff. So many good things. But maybe you're not going to be uh, spending your day inside. Maybe you're going to be spending it outside at the ballpark. Are you? So today is opening day in no. the Twin Cities? No. Opening day. Well, home opener was the other day when I went and ate everything okay. on Thursday. All right. But that was home opener. They've played a couple games already. The sure. Twins have. But then today is sort of the beginning of the series. They take the, the Friday off. So Thursday was home opener. Friday was off, you know, in case. <laughs> In case it did snow, like yep. 15 feet. And then today the, is the beginning of the series. So. Are you a baseball fan or do you like going and experiencing? I used to. I used to be more of a baseball fan in the past. And then, you know, it kind of dropped off. And mm-hmm. But I do like baseball. I love, I like it better than football. I only like to go to these things for the food. Well, that's. I don't care about the sports. No, there's a lot of people who do that. But I love the food. Yeah. It's fun. And that's, the ballpark has kind of really upped their game, I think. You know, especially from when it was at the dome oh my god dome we just dome dome. do you even remember the dome i know so there's you know what the the whole ballpark food thing phenomenon has sort of happened i think because i think because baseball is a game of summer and people you know are are open to eating outside and that kind of thing but i do love the fact that ballparks across the country have really upped their food game so it's been a pleasure. And it has coincided with just maybe the food game being upped in lots of different ways. Yeah. Like you see arena food is better. But ballpark food is better. It's weird though. Baseball for some reason has more of a following for this than if you think about like, I mean, our U.S. Bank Stadium, obviously they, they're new. And so they were, they got big into concessions and did yep. big stuff. But think about like, and then the wild is, I mean, like hockey's okay. Basketball's okay. But it's nothing like the ballparks that they have done. And I don't know why that is. Actually. I don't know either, but it's all good. But we're so happy. 
what's tasty that so, since I'm not going to be watching the game since you're not going to. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. I think that, um, every year. So once the, once target field sort of launched, you know, they threw out a, a sort of a media preview night. Yep. And so we all talked about, and we did, we taste tested all the foods and then we, we did a report on them and that was a bunch of years ago and they're not really doing very many new things anymore. But we also kind of ran into the thing where we realized that it's not the, I mean, it's never going to be the same at the media preview day versus the day that you're there today. Yeah, It's not yeah. going to be the same. So we decided that this year we were going to do a day, day of kind of like we do with the state fair first where day, it's real food, which real food and yeah, we judge it's a real it, experience. Yeah. We judge it on what it is instead of what, uh, they decide to put little sample bites for us on plates. So we went, here's the deal. This is what's new at the state fair or at the, at the ballpark this year, they've debuted an entirely new sit down restaurant and that's where most of the new foods is. So what was the metropolitan club? If mm-hmm. you were a season ticket holder, you used to be able to go to the metropolitan club, which was sort of your own space and they had kiosks and you could sit down and eat there. <clears throat> well, now they have revamped it and it is an, a sit down, a full service restaurant called bat and barrel. And I think Shay did the design work on it and it's, it's just lovely. It's really cool in there. It's um, there's two bars and then there's a bunch of long tables that you can sit at. Uh, are they communal tables? There are communal <laughs> tables or not because there are a lot of people who go to games together. Yep. But this is a reserved situation and you have to be sat. So so you have your ballpark ticket. You walk up to a hostess stand just like you would at a restaurant. And, yeah. Oh, I like that. idea. And so they seat you and then there's you can obviously sit at the bar whenever you want. Yep. And there is a little lounge area that's first come first serve. Can you see the game? You can in some places, you can see the game. I mean, there are plenty of TVs around you, though, so you can see the game. So, yeah. So, yeah. This is perfect for me. This is where you want to be? Yes. Okay. I don't want to be outside. You really don't want to no. be outside? No. no. I want to eat food. But I want to... And I will say, this is a very comfortable, very cool space, and it's sort of like... In a weird way, though, for me, if you're not... Good, if you're going to pay the ticket to get into the ballpark, because you still have to pay to get in... Sure. ...to then get into this restaurant... I don't know. For me, I'm not sure why I wouldn't just be down at the loon or, right. you know, at one of the area, you know, kind of places. Where was the food? So it's a restaurant menu. So it's like you sit down, uh, okay. someone hands you a menu, which, I mean, is, it's just weird for me because yeah. it's not ballparky. Yep. Like I want to, I mean, I, I at the same time, I kind of want hot dogs and everything else, like while you're sitting in your seats and you can get that. This is just another experience, but it's bizarre because they have things like this new Murray's steak. It's a bacon wrapped blue cheese crusted steak for $60. Oh, (laughs) well, yum. I mean, and there is that, I have a picture in my mind of the, and I'm going to put this in air quotes, fat cat. That's going to order that at the ballpark, right? So we had that discussion with, by the way, when we went, we ended up in the lounge and the people who were sitting in the lounge area, like booth next to us, ended up just hanging out with us and tasting all our food and talking and having this discussion because we always feel so bad that we order all the food and then don't eat it all. Right. So we were sharing with them and we were having this discussion and this one woman who was a season ticket holder said, you know, though, the fat cats aren't coming here. 
if you're a true fat cat, you are in the Delta Club or you're in the Champions Club. Like those are you're already paid for. Right. Like you're not going to come here with your fat cat bucks and spend 60 bucks on a steak. Well, maybe these are the wannabe fat cats. That's though, what like I said. I was me. like, <laughs> like, I'm not a fat cat, but uh, every once in a while I'll do a food experience yeah. and go for broke. Right. So this would be me. I think it's funny. And it, it was it was tasty. A, it was a lovely steak. It was not executed right in terms of the bacon wasn't really right. wrapped and the cheese was not crusted and it was, you know, and that's the thing about <laughs> the bacon was not wrapped it and was, the cheese was not crusted. It was like falling on the off steak. On the cheese crusted bacon wrapped yeah, steak. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But it was a beautiful cut of meat and it was cut, it was cooked perfectly to temp. All right. But that was a thing. So, you know, when you run through these, then you have uh, Red Rabbit had a chicken parm. On this menu? Yes. Okay, that's so it's interesting. Local. So yeah. it's like Murray's has a steak, so it's like Red Rabbit has a parm. inspired dishes. Right. And so the Red Rabbit parm, as you know, is good. It is delicious. And it is a massive portion for $21. Like, I. For it's twenty one dollars, and you sit down, and I literally was like, I could if I ate this, then I would be eating nothing else. Yeah, and that was that's kind of this Yum. weird ballpark thing. I though. love that. I you would do. be eating nothing else. My thing with this one is it would be a great date night, like a cheap date night. If you went and got two Grain Belt Northeasts and you ordered one of these chicken, chicken parms, parms between the two of you, Red Rabbit, thirty five dollars for two people. That's what it would be. Plus your ticket, though. Well, I know, truly, truly. But you could get a crappy ticket, like you Jason get, Matheson yeah. you and get his the standing husband room get tickets. crappy tickets They're and like then just bucks. go and stand around and eat food. I ran into a whole bunch of people who did that. They were up on the Minnie and Paul deck, and that was great. Yep. So Baja House is there, and they've got... Oh, I like Baja House. I know. House. They have a Barramundi on the, the menu, which, again, a big entree for 32 bucks. And I was kind of like, it's, it's lovely. It's a great fish, but I'm not eating it at the ballpark. But they did have their tuna poke for 20 bucks. Oh, I like that. I know. And I they would absolutely sit on the patio outside of this place eating tuna poke this summer and drinking tatter salt cocktails yes yes so, <laughs> i'm sold you just yes sold it. yes they also have a little ceviche so this bar area here's my thing the season ticket holders can reserve tables ahead i don't think you can do reservations unless you're a season ticket holder okay so when we walked in all the tables had reserve signs on it this is going to be a problem. And so then we were put into the lounge, which was fine for us. Yep. We were there right away when it opened. Yep. Many more people came up to see what it was all about and just milled around, like didn't know where to stand. Oh, the bar maybe card... they'll get those kinks ironed Right, out. and I believe that too. It just is sort of one of those awkward things. But what's good about that is if you find a place to sit... Um, if there's like an end of one of those communal tables that isn't reserved, there is a grab and go station. So you can literally walk up and get some ceviche. You can get a Kermarchik's sausage. Yum. You can get some Indi- hot Indian indie frites. And then you can go and like, you know, either stand and wait for your table or you can do whatever. And I love that option. I love that idea in a full service restaurant also having a grab and go. Yeah, I like that too. Because that is how a lot of people are eating. And in this situation... Not everyone wants to sit down and have a full meal. You yeah, know? they want to grab a beer. Maybe they want to they want to stop, have a beer, a quick thing to eat, you know, hang out, and then go to their seats. Yep. So uh, they also have the Impossible Burger up there. Just so is you that know. the one that's not meat but yep. is tastes like meat? Yeah. Okay. It was who's re- doing it? Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen yep. is the sponsor of it. It it's really. I still think it's a really good burger. It's a weird. It is weird, and you are weird. so critical of the non meat pretending to be meat, I so hate that, that you love it. Yeah. I need to have it. I you still do. haven't. You do. And in fact, it's weird. I My only caution with that one is maybe people who haven't heard of the Impossible Burger and know what it is. It doesn't necessarily say plant-based on it. So you might 
people might think it's you an might actual be burger. Eating something healthy and yeah, not even know not it. Even know I it. hate when that happens. I know. Um, so there's a red cow has or red cow has poutine. Oh yeah, they you know do good they, poutine. that's in the grab and go too. Like that's brilliant. Fries, cheese, beef, poutine. Grab it. Go. Good. Perfect. All right. So out in the stadium, you should know that they have. Uh, there's a couple new things. One of them, Holy Land, is now cooking up shawarma and uh, euros. Okay, because I love. <laughs> A good chicken shawarma. I'm telling you, the chicken shawarma was my top buy, my top taste of the ballpark. Okay, that's delicious. I, I do love, I love chicken shawarma. Just period. Well, there is a place called Wally's on campus yeah. at the university yeah. that has a chicken shawarma salad that will change your life. Oh God, this is a wrap, eleven dollars and fifty cents, and it's a nice, big, long, heavy wrap with Yum. full of flavor, cinnamon, tzatziki, little pickle bits. It is. It literally was the thing that I wish that I had right now. Love. I know. And then Hot Indian had some, they've added tofu to their roundup. So they'd have chicken tikka, you know, and they have tofu vindaloo. Huh. And it was hot and awesome. I loved it. I do like that Hot Indian food truck. Yeah. And then the last one was uh, Andrew Zimmern, you know, his canteen, they basically took their skewers and made, and rice bowls out of them. And those rice bowls have like crunchy chickpeas and really good herby sauce and lots of fresh vibrancy to it. I really enjoyed that as well. I'm... You know, this whole rice bowl trend, I'm all about it. I know. Like, you get Let's just do it a bunch of protein, some rice, yeah. a delicious sauce. There's always something pickled. Yeah. If you can add the crunchy, yum. I know. I know. I'm a little obsessed with the naff naff bowl. <laughs> yes. By the way, the falafel down there. I see a Kill bowl me. and Kill I me. have to order it. I know. A tuna poke bowl? Yeah, there's a new Aloha poke company in the Skyways in Minneapolis that people are raving about. You are so lucky that you get to Skyway Eat. I, well, you never would have said that five years ago. Really? Yeah, because we. It has been a desert in the Skyway. I think the food trucks have made the Skyways better. Probably because they've had to up their game yeah. to get people up yeah. into the Skyways. I love it. What about, um, do you know if there's still a place in the Skyway called Dagwoods? I, I don't, it's a sandwich shop. I know you would think oh, that it was would be so a sandwich good. shop. I don't remember. I don't All think right, so. I'm going to try to see if I can find it. All right. We're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, it is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So if you want to send us an email or give us a call, 651-641-1071, or send us a little note on the Twitters. Or, or come live yeah, at or Richfield come Arts on Value Village, 66th and Penn, and ask us your question. We are here. We'll be right back. We are back. We are live at Arts Value Village. We are here at the 66th and Penn Richfield location and doing a live broadcast this morning of the Weekly Dish. So thanks to ARCS for having us out. Um, we do have a couple questions for the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. You can reach us here at Stephanie's Dish or at Steph March on Twitter. You can go to the, our Facebook page, the Weekly Dish, and send us a question there. Or you can call into the station, 651-641-1071, and we'll take your calls live. I think we have our first caller, right, Hope? Yes, we have Caitlin on the line. Hi, Caitlin. Hey, How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you, ladies? We're we so great. good. What can we help good. you with this morning? Uh, my husband and I are going out with some friends this morning for breakfast or brunch um, for his birthday, and we're looking for somewhere uh, in the like the West 7th area by the Excel where we can sure. kind of car happen and get some co morning cocktails. Okay, <laughs> this is okay. So you want morning cocktails, not just good yeah. breakfast, but they have to have cocktails too. Yes. Okay. So the downtowner would be a great place to start. It is on okay. West 7th, and they do a great breakfast there. They've got a good Bloody Mary, and it's in this area where once you've eaten and kind of laid your base, as it were, 
you can walk over to Patrick McGovern's. You can walk across the street to Tom Reed's. You can head on over to Cosetta's. I say go to Cosetta's. For breakfast? Well, up to the, I mean, after, if you're doing a brunchy thing, you know, and then you can. Up to Louis? Yeah, up to Louis and go get, you know, some some rooftop. I don't know if the rooftop is, well, it's always open because they're up on the rooftop, but that's Uh, a good one. The other idea is Pajarito, which is on West 7th, is now doing brunch. And that, it it is awesome. It's a Mexican spot. It's a little further down the road, uh, closer to where like Bad Weather Brewing is. So you could. Eat at Pajarito, yep. again, lay your base, and then head over to Bad Weather, yep. have a beer. And it's about probably a half-mile walk to the stadium from there, so you can either walk or drive. We walk, but I understand if you don't want to do that. But head walking down that way. Yeah, yeah, walking is good. And it's kind of awesome. a fun... There's a lot of bars along the yeah, way. There's like, a lot of good stops. We've we've uh, we've done that walk a few times, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> there's filling stands, and there's just a lot of places to check out. Okay, thank you very much, ladies. We're gonna thank right, you, ma'am. Have, have a good day. Or the, yeah, you too. Bundle up and do the walk. That's what we do. It's fun. Right. We have another caller. Hope. Yeah, we have Sue on the line. Hi. Hey, hey Sue. How's it going? Pretty good. And yourself? Good. Good. What can we help you with today? Uh, we have a private wedding coming up, and there'll be about a dozen people, and we want to have a nice leisurely dinner afterwards. And we're looking for something that would have like a variety of options, so everybody's happy. But any thoughts? How many people? A dozen. We're a dozen. A dozen at the most. Ten to twelve. Ten to twelve people, and then I don't know what area. Did yeah. She do you say? have a do you, like? Are you we're thinking open an... to anything? Okay. Um, and do you want it to be like a private room, or are you looking for just like a one table thing, or? Well, what, what we're we're open to really anything. So whatever. Okay. I mean, we're just looking for an. It's kind of a like more of a fun spot, but I don't know, just nice atmosphere, you know. So fun, okay. So I I was just thinking that it would be you could uh, do a big table in front of the kitchen at Martina. I've seen some people do this where they push the oh. you know they, they do like a large group and they it's like right in front of the kitchen and that space right now is just so fun and there's so many great seafood and meat and vegetable options there and the cocktails are spectacular. Ooh, so okay. I really love and it's just got such a good open friendly vibe there. Okay. I, I think a fun large table spot or sitting at the bar spot, too, because you could get all of you around like the little chef's bar is Bar La Grassa. Oh, that's a good one, too. It's lively. It's fun. It'll be a little loud. So if that's a factor, you got to consider that. But the food is always good. They actually have Bar La Grassa has a room in the back, like a private room. That's just a big table. And I kind of love that idea, too, sitting around a big table. Actually, you know what? Four Bells has a room upstairs. They also, on their rooftop, Four Bells has the ability to put all those tables together. And it's just like they, they book that out a lot. But it's a gorgeous space. And one other one is Birch in their basement. They have a the small bar. room down there um, that's private that you can go for, like, I think it seats up to 15. Yeah. And Birch oh. is wonderful. You could have the pizza menu or you could have the steak menu. Nice. All yes. right. Great. Thanks for the tip. You okay. Bet. You bet, too. All right. Hope anybody else? Nope. That's it for now. Uh-huh. All right. 651-641-1071. Um, we also took some calls. Uh, someone wants me to know, Christopher, thank you for tweeting, that uh, Dagwoods is still in the Skyway system. So yeah. that I looks delicious. No someone else is shaking her head. Yes. I know. All right. I love that place. They have these really good, delicious sandwiches. Do you remember where it was? Yummy vinaigrette. Off of like LaSalle Place, okay. kind of in the Skyway connecting them. 
Yeah. Um, we are live. We are at uh, Arks Value Village in Richfield. Ken so tweeted check a, it out. Te- Ken tweeted a question about who will have the first ramps and fiddleheads. That's a good question. <laughs> um, let's make a guess. Let's let's have a bet. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be. I mean, corner table. Maybe bachelor farmer. You know, possibly. Or, this um, could be a Facebook question for be. the future. Oh, we forgot to do a Who's Facebook gonna question Who's going to have the today? best ramps or fiddleheads? Yeah, I know. Well, we did have fiddleheads last night, but I mean, I don't know if those are brought from Napa with a chef or not. You know, I want to make pickled ramps this year. Do you? Yes. I'm just, they always, when I get them, I think they're so delicious. Yeah. I make, I chop them into cream cheese. <laughs> I know that's. <laughs> and put it with pickles and oh, corned yeah. beef and do a roll up. Yeah. We know how you are. I know. And actually I just eat it on toast really thick <laughs> so that it's actually like the toast is on the cream cheese to be quite honest with you I so love that. there's that yeah there are and i mean i will say out in, in when i was in seattle they were all over ramps were already there ferns were there sea beans all that kind of stuff i know <sighs> but like I, my point is is like the season is coming yes <laughs> it's coming and we just need to be patient it is coming we are live we are out at the richfield arks value village at 66th and penn They've got a bar cart set up here with all kinds of vintage glassware and fun things. We've got some guests here. If you are shopping, there's baskets galore and tons of clothes. And you get a coupon for 20% off if you come out here today. Hello. Can you imagine my, I have a $4 bowl here, people. I mean, like, that's an amazing, if I'm going to go buy a bunch more shirts and stuff, get 20% off, I'm just going to like, I'm going to be a billionaire, thrift store billionaire today. That just tipped me over to buy that copper bowl that I've been talking about oh, too. yeah. The $7 bowls I was even considering. Were you like going, oh, I, just, I don't know, I don't know. You know, it's like, and we've got people donating today too. I so know. thanks for that. Awesome for coming We in. are going to take a break. Thanks to Red Cow and Red Rabbit for presenting the show today. We will be right back.